Hello everybody and welcome to the YouTube channel. Uh, as I understand, that's better for the camera, better for uh, people. So we continue with the consciousness or the Kavanot of Rosh Hashanah. Uh, we are in Darush Gimel. Shara Kavanot, Darush Gimel. Talking about the Nesira. Just, just before we go, in, go ahead, we have to explain what Nesira means. Nesira in Hebrew meaning linsor. Nun samech resh, lenaser. And the verb lenaser, usually you use when you're cutting a piece of wood, uh, you use the word lenaser. So what does the Nesira mean? The Nesira related to Adam and Eve. When they were created, they were created together. Not as people tend to think, they were created separately. They created one unit, but they were created back to back. The reason they're created back to back, so the dark side will not uh, have any attachment to their to them. So back to back, because the dark side can only attack a person from the back. It's not just physically. I mean, physically, it's appear for the idea that you have to go to the bathroom from the back. Uh, the reason it is built that way, because achorai, meaning the back of the body, is usually where the negativity is. So when Adam and Eve back to back, there's no negativity can attach them. That's how they were created. So nesira means that you're going through a procedure when you are lin sow or lenaser to sew them down and separate them to two entities, separate them and put them face to face. This is what we are talking about. And this is something that needs to be studied for a long, long time until we can grasp it. Binyana nesira, bona shlim nevair anyana nesira, shinitbair bedarush ekadam lezevelachen. Nevair kolinyan yud yemet shuba. The reason we study about 10 days of uh, of tshuva and i was just come from a synagogue where rabbi shaul a wonderful man from uh, safra here he spoke about the tshuva is like uh teleport yourself he used the word time machine i like it time machine that you are basically go back to uh the past and correct everything you did wrong and yes it's possible in judaism that's what make uh judaism is amazing you know that you can change Another thing that makes Judaism is amazing, you know, most religion is based on about what you need to do. In Judaism, you have mostly what you shouldn't be doing. 365 mitzvot you shouldn't be doing. And unfortunately, most uh, people who keep the Jewish religion are excited about what you're allowed to do. You're allowed to drink kosher wine? Yes. You're allowed to, to eat meat? Yes. But there is also when you should do it. You know, you cannot just celebrate all day long with wine and meat. This is good for Shabbat, but during the week, it's better to slow down with the food and the alcohol and everything like that. Shabbat, because you elevated the Malchut, you elevate to a certain level, it's a little different. But I'm not here to talk about Shabbat. So you have 10 days to create that sowing. Shemin Rosh Yom Kippur, it started Rosh Hashanah, end up in Yom Kippur. Kiren Yana Nesira Nemshech Deyud Yom Imelu. The Nesira, that sowing, is take 10 days. What is the Nesira spiritually? What are we really doing in the Nesira? We take all the Dinim, remember the back of Zeranpin, the back of everything as judgment. So we take the judgment from the back of Zeranpin, to the female, so Zeranpin stay only Chesed, which is his essence, and the nukva will be only judgment, which is prinata nukva. How can I say the nekeva is like this, the female is like that, and the male is like this? Because that's the way it is. If you look at the man, 
without agenda, without politics, without fighting and how God created the man. He created him only chesed, only giving. The sperm is white. The, the sperm is to give children. The sperm is giving. The man is the one who gives. The woman is the receiving. The receiving is the judgment, not in a bad or good way. You know, in our world, we have separation between good and bad. In the upper world, truly, there is no uh, 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 separation between uh, uh, good and bad. It's only it's only in uh, uh, our universe that there is separate between good and bad. Good and bad does not exist in the upper world. There is just, this is what it is. So, so judgment doesn't mean bad. It means a receiving force. You need a receiving force. Without a receiving force, you cannot act on a giving force. That's the male and the female energy in the upper world. Before it was a human being. So the procedure goes like this. If judgment go to her, she stay all judgment, he stay all mercy, and then we are sweetening the judgment within her. That's the whole Rosh Hashanah. If you don't do it with that Kavanah, it's like you came for dinner for Rosh Hashanah. It's very serious, Rosh Hashanah. You have to stop and take Rosh Hashanah very seriously. And it's not enough that you just bring your body and your soul into Rosh Hashanah, bring another human being, another person, another Jewish soul that is lost. Bring, fine. So we will explain it later, said to us Rabbi Isaac The way we remove the judgment from Zeran Pin to the Nukva, there is two levels. Is to draw all the judgment he has in the level of Keter of Is, and get it into Er Keter. So basically, we go Sphira by Sphira. Those of you who know the Sphirot, the Sphirot start in Keter and end up in Malchut. So, one way to understand it, we take the judgment coming from East Keter and we're moving it into Her Keter. Keep going from his chokmah to her chokmah. Until we complete the ten sefirot. This is one way of understanding it. Say, Rabbi Chaim Vital in the name of Rabbi Isaac Loya. Second level. If we understand how it operates, the male and the female are not equal in the way that standing the sefirot. She is her head reaching his chest. So try to imagine that she's turning around and at the top of her head, of her skull, not physical, of course. I mean, don't, don't fall into the picture physically. This is just how the sphirot, so we can understand it. Her head is leaning on his chest from the back. So now there is higher than her about his head and a bit of his shoulders. I mean, there is a reason why exactly to the chest. It's different. Those of you who know a little bit of Kabbalah. So if it's happening this way, so how is the judgment is removing to her? So that's mean that he is giving all his dinim, all his dinim uh, will be giving into the keter the first day. It will be from his top until his tiferet, half of tiferet. Uh, will go to Er Keter. And then, I mean, half of Tiferet will go to Er Keter. So try to imagine from Keter, half of Tiferet, lower half of Tiferet, because Tiferet split to two. Because if she's leaning on to his chest, there is the upper part of the chest and the lower part of the chest. 
The upper part of the chest, it's called Le'ah. The lower part of the chest is called Rachel. You don't have to memorize all of that. I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can, but still to give you some Kabbalistic meaning of Rosh Hashanah. But in the Perek Aleph, the Netzach Shebo, then the, if you take Netzach, because after Tiferet comes Netzach, so Netzach will be divided. So the first aspect of Netzach is going to Er Chochmah. Because what is the uh, one sphere down uh, uh, from her head? Her head is Keter. The next sphere down is Chokmah. So now we have to go the next sphere down for him. What will be the next sphere down for him? Netzach. But it's not the old Netzach. It's the first part of Netzach. So from, from this aspect, we are now looking for his Nahi. Why we are looking into his Nahi? Netzach or Yesod. What's the purpose here? When we say Achoraim of Zeher Pin, when we say the back of Zeher Pin, we are talking about is Ratzol Lekabel. What is Dinim? Dinim is where there is a receiving aspect, where there is coarseness, where there is Aviut. So where is the Aviut by Zeher Pin? Zeher Pin doesn't have Aviut in the upper part. Because if you look at Zeher Pin from an aspect of six Sefirot, that within the six Sefirot, the Chesed become Keter, the Gvurah become Chochmah and the Tiferet become Bina, and then the lower part of Tiferet is going into Er Keter, then the first aspect of Netzach is going to Er Chochmah, and keep going. Why we are dealing with the Naim? Because when we talk about Dinim, when we talk about Achoraim, it's always the lower part of Zeran Pil, it's not the upper part. So for that reason, we can look at it, the Nesirah from this aspect. So there is many ways, you don't have to memorize it. You just need to listen to it and understand it, and then you can forget about it. Because this kind of study is mostly for the person who blows the shofar, or for the person who pray, or for the person, the, the rabbi who running the event. Okay? So we need to understand those two aspects, how it happened in these 10 days. What happened on Rosh Hashanah? Adam and Eve were created. What happened when Hashem created Adam and Eve? It said that, that Hashem put Adam to sleep. So he can cut the nukva. So he can cut the female aspect from him. It's written there. But it's not written like that. It's written like Hashem took a rib and from the rib he makes some uh, 3D printing and become another human being called female. doesn't work like that. Rib. Those of you who know proper Hebrew, rib Tzela. Tzela is also mean side. Tzela abinyan, side. That means it's the side, the back of Adam. So it's not the rib. So basically, they start to show in the uh, many details of it. And I'm not sure that I'm doing correctly by explaining it. But you know what? Why not kind of a thing? You understand that good if you don't it's also good so he's first giving the gvura which is in his dat so what is it telling us rabbi isaac luria it's a little difficult again i'll do the best i can to explain it okay what is exactly going on why is he giving the gvura within his dat? What is the dat of Zerabin? What does it exactly mean? Yan, so he's teaching us, Ima, 
הייתה מתפשטת בו. Try to imagine the diagram of the spherot. What is above there and pin? Bina. What do we call Bina? Ima, mother. Okay? So mother is giving the life for the lower. What is mitpashetet bo? Spread out in him. What spread out in him? The mochin, the livelihood, the, the, the life of Bina spreading within Zeher and Pin. That's how you make it alive. That's how you wake up in the morning. The light spread into your soul. But now when he falls asleep, to separate the nukva from him, then, then when he sleeps, there's no more mochin, the more light that comes from Bina to him, it's gone. What used to be going into the Zeranpin? The lower part of Bina. What will be the lower part of Bina? Netzach od yesod. The lower part is Netzach od yesod. Nahi. And because of that, also the Gvura that exists in that, gone. Now the question, I'm sure you should ask, you know, that why is the Gvura is also disappeared? And I'm here, I'm looking for the explanation for that. I want to see if I can explain it in a, in a nice way so we don't have to go long on that. No, there is no shortened way. Yeah. Yeah, there is no shortened way to explain it. So basically, I'm looking. Yeah. So then the Gvura of his dad is gone. One is Nahi is gone. There is no more light coming from above. Then there is no Gvura Bedat. It's an aspect of receiving. So if there is no nourishment coming, you don't need the receiving. And when that's everything is gone, then So Zeranpin is now out of the game. If he's out of the game, what happened to the light that's coming from Ima? Aha! Now that Nahi that used to go to him is going to her, to the Nukva. So all that gvura that come from Bina that used to be in the gvura of that of Zeranpin is going to her. But no longer Zeranpin. It doesn't go with filter. So it's now what ends up happening. Everything is going, is going from uh, uh, Bina to, directly to Malchut. So the aspect of Rosh Hashanah, if you summarize it, is the idea that the light of Bina is no longer going to Zeranpin with the filter. It's going directly to Malchut. The good news about it, we're getting all the light because we are, we are the Bnei Malchut. The bad news, if you don't prepare yourself to getting that light, that turns into judgment. Now you, you understand why Rosh Hashanah, it say there is people who are written for a book of righteous, and there is people who are going to be written for a book of uh, uh, wicked people. So it's not about that. It's about how you're going to use the vessel. 
are you going to prepare yourself before Rosh Hashanah? And you are on Rosh Hashanah, going to make sure that you're getting the light in the proper way. Yes, you can go to shul, hear the shofar, and it's, it's a wonderful thing, and I'm not against it. Just make sure if you decide to go to shul and not be with us this year, it's not a problem. Somebody told me, why am I saying to people, come be with me? I am not the solution. I am just guiding you. I'm just educating you. But I'm not the solution. The solution is you. If you study it well, you could go to any shul you want. But if you don't study it well, you're not in a mood. You, there is no other places you can do it. That's the problem. I'm not it. I'm not the one who's going to save you. I'm here only to educate you. Saving you, you can only save yourself. So if you're here, it's more easy because from time to time we, we stop and we're explaining what's going on. That's the only reason I, I tell people to come to be with me, not because I can do it better for you. I can do nothing for you. I can only educate you. The only one who can do something for you is yourself. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.